All right, everybody, allow me to paint a very concerning picture. You wake up in what seems to be a normal morning. The sunshine shines through your window, and you feel like it's a normal day. You walk downstairs to make breakfast to realize that your family's not there to greet you. Concerned, also maybe a little worried, you give them a call on the phone, maybe to see that they went to maybe the grocery store or took the dog for a walk, something like that. And then you, they don't answer. They don't answer their phone. Then still worried, you're like, well, maybe they, maybe they left it in their room. You go upstairs, their phones are in their room. Their bed is made. Okay, well, that seems like a good sign. They woke up. So you just wonder if they're outside in the back. You open up the back door, they're not there. Okay, maybe they're in the front yard doing something in the front yard. And then you open that front door. Crying voices. People screaming in agony. There's a car crashed into the neighbor's mailbox. There's plane parts scattered across your across your front yard there's just craziness happening you go inside and you turn on the news to realize what you're witnessing could have all been avoided if you just listened to your family and accepted Jesus Christ millions of people disappeared off the face of the earth rapture question mark aliens question mark is what it says on the TV. Guys, all that can be avoided if you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ right now. And if you are if you if this is a reality for you, if this actually happened to you, you're left behind. You're in the seven year tribulation period. And it's gonna be a terrible, terrible, terrible time. But put your faith in Jesus Christ. And he will provide for you, even if it means that you have to risk your give up your life because you will not take the mark and because you will not put your faith in the Antichrist. Well, that's just a chance you're going to have to take. My name is Kyle and welcome to the Revelation Podcast. Well, welcome back, brothers and sisters in Christ. This is your favorite friend Kyle here um here at back at the Revelations podcast the only book about the present and the future in the Bible well it's not the only book in the Bible but that's about the present but that's just the title of the podcast so I'm going with it anyway so today as you can tell from our little snippet we might talk about aliens aliens yeah, we're going to talk about aliens, uh, and we're going to talk about, we might talk about the Antichrist a little bit, I don't know, I've got a little, um, I got a little bit of uh, things right here, got some, I uh, got some papers here, yeah, I got some uh, papers right here, and we're going to see if we can get through some of the stuff here, so yeah, um, we're going to start off talking about the rapture a little bit, I know we talked about it last time. 
but I did want to say some stuff since I found this paper um, or found this end times timeline, and I just wanted to go through it with you guys. Um, so I guess that's what we're going to do for the first 16 episodes. God willing, if we are not already raptured by the time I get to the 16th, um, I'm just going to keep going. Oh, no. Guys, I'm sorry. I just spilled tea all over my computer. I feel dumb. Give me one second, guys. I did want to give a quick update um, and wanted to let y'all know that if you guys are wondering how close you are to the rapture, I want y'all to go ahead and look at what's going on in Israel right now um, and how crazy it's getting in israel Uh, remember that israel is god's prophetic time clock so the things that go down in israel if you guys want to know where we're at in the world and where we're at in god's timeline um keep your focus on on israel and and, uh and keep yeah keep your focus there anyway so we're going to talk pre-trib today uh some pre-trib and then a little bit uh, tribulation uh, if we get into that today. So we're going to talk about pre-trib, uh, the rapture. Okay, um, rapture. So the Greek word rapture it actually, or the word rapture actually comes from the Greek word harpazo, which means to seize or snatch out of the way. Uh, this word also appears when Paul describes a man who he knew who was raptured. Um, here in Second Corinthians two verses, or uh, chapter twelve, verses two, I know a man in Christ who fourteen years ago, whether in the body, I don't know, or out of the body, I don't know. God knows such a man who, uh, such a man was caught up to the third heaven. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, sorry if you guys are hearing me pause or what have you. I'm getting alerts. There's some bad weather going on where I'm living, so um. I just want to let y'all know. It also appears uh, in the symbolic symbol symbolic passage of Revelation twelve, and she, um, yeah, Revelation twelve verse five, and she, the woman representing Mary and by extension Israel, gave birth to a son, a male child, Christ, who is to rule all the nations with a rod of with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up into uh, up to God and to his throne revelation 12:5 so <clears throat> we know that the that the um rapture is a imminent event meaning it can happen at any time at any time so we're going to go to first Thess- Thessalonians uh chapter 5 verses 1 through 2 where it says or it claims that it's an imminent event now, as to the times and the epochs, brethren, you have no need of anything to be written to you, for your for you yourselves know full well that the day of the Lord will come just like a thief in the night. So the third the day of the Lord is referring to the tribulation period. So the day of the Lord is the whole tribulation period, because the Lord is going to let out his wrath on this earth. Um and don't get the rapture confused and and people say when people tell you that it's not in the bible it, it, it is in the bible 
and I'm gonna put I'm gonna read something right here. Um, or I'm gonna read something right here <clears throat> that's gonna prove that it's intended to keep the church from the tribula the tribulate the tribulation. Gosh, I can't speak today, guys. Um, here in Revelation three verses ten, because you have kept my word of perseverance, I will also keep you from the hour of testing, that hour which is to come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Um, so that was Revelation three ten. Um, so yeah, after Christ's resurrection, um, this is what we're after Christ's resur resurrection. We as Christians, our main goal between this whole age, so we are in the church age right now, and that church age started when Christ passed away, and he rose up, uh, he came back, and then rose back up into heaven. Um, our main goal was getting people to Christ. This is our own main goal, and in this church age, we can tell that the church age is beginning to, that we are in the end times of the church age. So, once the church age is over, then it starts the tribulation or the new age. Um, you hear people that believe in the new age, which is people putting their, mixing their DNA with other kinds of stuff and um, things like that. So we're going to move on to our next bullet, uh, bullet point here. Uh, believers who died after Christ's resurrection are given resurrected physical bodies. Um, so that's after, <clears throat> excuse me, that is after, um, so the people that are dead now, they will rise first. So those who have passed away, those that are in Christ that had passed away um, before the rapture, they will raise before us and get their glorified bodies. And then after we who are still alive will be changed instantly. So here in 1 Thessalonians, which is the one of the most famous rapture verses there is in the Bible. This is I don't know how people can mistake any other ver this verse for anything else other than this is a rapture and how people can't say the rapture is not in the Bible. Um the Trinity, Trinity, we we talk about the Holy Trinity and that's the word Trinity is not used in the Bible, but we still talk about it. So this is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 16 through 17. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the, air, the Lord in the air, and so we shall always be with the Lord. And then we also talk about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 22 through 24. Um, for as in Adam all die, so also in Christ will be made alive, but each in his own order. Christ the first fruits, talking about Christ is the first to rapture, <coughs> excuse me, after those who are Christ's at his coming, which he doesn't actually set foot on earth on the Mount of Olives. That doesn't happen till after the uh, the tribulation. So he's talking about whenever Christ comes in the clouds, then comes the end. Uh, or sorry, I'll read that again. After those who are Christ, meaning the church, at his coming, then comes the end. with his, When he hands over the kingdom to God and the God and Father, when he has abolished all rule and authority and power. 
So that was 1 Corinthians 15, 22-24. So there will be a a final rapture at the end of the tribulation, but there is one before the tribulation. And in the next bullet point, this is where it proves right here that the Antichrist will not be revealed until after the church is raptured. So the bullet point here says this allows the Antichrist to take over. And you know what restrains him, the man of lawlessness, i.e. the Antichrist. Now, now so in his time he will be revealed, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains, meaning the church, will do so until he is taken out of the way, talking about the rapture. Then that lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will slay with the breath of his mouth and bring to an end by the appearance of his coming. So that was 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 6-8. through eight. The restrainer, we're going to talk about the restrainer, is the Holy Spirit, is likely the Holy Spirit acting through the church, meaning <clears throat> we, excuse me, we, the church, cannot be here. The Antichrist cannot be here unless the church is gone, meaning the church will be caught up. Notice how it says he is taken out of the way, meaning the church is taken out of the way. Okay. All right, let's see where we're at on time here. All right, I'm going to stop recording real quick, and I'm going to play the sponsor, and I'll be right back. All right, so I just wanted to tell y'all um, what I'm what I'm reading here. It's called The End Times Timeline. Um, it's by Eschatology. I'll just leave the link in the uh, podcast uh, bio, and... Um, I y'all can read it with me as I go through just as a template. Um, but we have now moved on to the judgment seat bima of Christ. So the Greek word bima refers to a platform slash rostrum for a king or, ju- or for a judge or king. Um, so for an example, uh, Pilate or Herod sat on these, uh, King Herod, um, so this occurs before the second coming of Christ. Um, this is because Christ returns with his saints, i.e. believers, so us, the church. Um, believers are rewarded to to varying degrees. So it's talking about um, it's talking about judgment of the church here. So it says 1 Corinthians ch- uh, chapter 3, verses 12 through 15. Uh, now if any man builds on the foundation, Christ, with gold, silver, or precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident. For the day will show it because it will be revealed with fire, and the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. If any man's work which he has built on the foundation remains, he will receive a reward. If any man's work is burnt up, he will suffer loss, but he himself will will be saved yet so as through fire. This is second the next verse is 
that I'm going to be reading about this is 2 Corinthians 5.10. For we all, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body. According to what he has done, whether good or bad. So, <clears throat> as as believers, we will be judged on things that we did for Christ while alive. We will be judged for the things we did for Christ. Okay? Um, don't think about the bad. Think about the good. Because God forgave you whenever you... Um, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Give me a second. Um, he already forgave you for your sins whenever you accepted Christ into your heart and whenever you repented your sins. And whenever you do sin, you're supposed to pray. You're supposed to repent your sins every single time you pray um, because that's how God told you to pray. <coughs> okay, so now we move on to the next bullet point here, and that's going to be the marriage of the Lamb. So let us rejoice and be glad and give glory, give the glory to him for the marriage of the lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Then he said, write to me, write, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage of this, the marriage supper of the lamb. Revelation 19, seven was the first verse and the second verse was 19, nine. So this is a this is going to occur. The marriage of the Lamb is going to occur after the Bema judgment seat of Christ. So after Christ judges his church and then before the marriage supper of the Lamb. So we are going to eat after we marry the Lamb. So this takes place in heaven with our glorified bodies and it's attended by the raptured believers only. So that's going to be us in Christ before the rapture. And the bride of Christ is the church and is wed to Christ, the bridegroom. So we are to marry Christ in heaven. So in 2 Corinthians 11, 2, For I betrothed you to one husband, so that to Christ I might present you as a pure virgin. All right, so we move on to our next which we seem like is happening right now, and that's going to be the Magog invasion. So the invasion won't happen till we are out of the way, till the Antichrist comes, but we're seeing things happen in Israel right now. Excuse me. Which seems like um which seems like there's going to be a war in Israel at any moment. Israel is getting bombarded with rockets and missiles and all this kinds of craziness and it seems like everybody's turning the whole world on israel we are to be for israel we're not to be against israel god told us to be for israel us as christians we descended from we are descendants from israel that's why we are his people <clears throat> so it says here in ezekiel 38 1 through 6 and the word of the lord came to me saying son of man Set your face toward Gog and out of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshosh, and Tubal, and prophesy against him and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, 
prince of Rosh, Meshish, and Tubal. I will turn you about and put hooks into your jaws, and I will bring you out and all your army, horses and horsemen, all of them splendidly attired, a great, a, a great company with buckler and shield, all of them wielding swords, Persia, Ethiopia, and put and put them, <clears throat> and with them, all of them with shield and helmet. Gomer with all of its troops, <clears throat> Beth Targarma, sorry if I can't pronounce these words right, it's just these are some words I'm not familiar with, from the remote parts of the north with all its troops, many peoples with you. <clears throat> and then we move on to Ezekiel 38, 14 through 16, therefore prophesy son of man and say to Gog, Thus says the Lord God, on that day when my people Israel are living securely, will you not will you not know it? <clears throat> you will come from your place out of the remote parts of the north, you and many peoples with you, all of them riding on horses, a great assembly and mighty army, and you will come up against my people Israel like a cloud to cover the land. It shall come about in the last days that I will bring you against my land so that my nations may know me when I am sanctified through you before their eyes, O God. <clears throat> so I did want to say, um, I did want to say that, um, oh my gosh. Nothing, I, I do want to go back to the rapture part. The rapture, nothing has to happen before the rapture. Many things have to happen after the rapture, but many things are not to take, they don't have to take place before the rapture happens. The Antichrist comes after the rapture. It does. People, people think that the rapture has to happen because so many things happen before. No, the rapture is imminent. It can happen right now while i'm doing this podcast um but after the rapture um then there will be the antichrist and then the seven year tribulation so the battle of gog and magog so the battle of magog uh described in ezekiel 39 which is i just um which is the verses after um i read it's distinct from the battle of armageddon so the battle of gog and magog um gog leads the invasion and then armies are drawn by God. Um, Israel initially at peace. Uh, armies gather to plunder Israel. Uh, takes place on the mountains of Israel. And attackers destroyed by wild beast, fire, etc. So we can kind of see what's going on <coughs> right now. So you can tell armies gather to plunder Israel. We can kind of see how the world is already starting to put israel on their heels like they're starting to 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 blame israel they're saying that people in uh hamas are being killed by israel when that's simply not true um hamas is actually killing its own people right now um and it's just simply simply not true of what's happening over there in israel israel is just defending themselves um, that's pretty much it. And, and, and people, the mainstream media is saying that Israel is at fault. And this was all, this was 
all prophesied in the Bible that this would happen. <coughs> but I did want to say, um, don't get the, the Battle of Gog and Magog mixed up with the Battle of Armageddon. Um, see, the Battle of Gog and Magog, if you always want to read it, um, it's going to be Ezekiel 38 there's, through 39, uh, chapter 38 through chapter 39. Um, but if you guys wanted to also read the Battle of Armageddon just to see um, how different they are. So it says here um, the Antichrist leads the invasion of the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, armies gathered by demons. Uh, Israel is in the midst of the tribulation period. Excuse me. Um, armies gather to fight Christ and his army. So we will be a part of that army um, as the church. Um, this takes place, Madego, or between uh, Megiddo and Bora, uh, Bozora. Um, and at the very end, attackers destroyed by Christ's sword, representing his word. Um, so we're going to move down here. All right, we're going to get to some numbers here, just a little bit. So, five-sixths of the invaders destroyed by God. So we're proposing a question here. Five-sixths of the invaders destroyed by God. Uh, the phrase sixth part only appears in the King James Version and may be mistranslated, uh, be a mistranslation from the word Shah uh, Shah Shah's, yeah, Shah to lead on was probably confused with the with Shah Shah with a or Shah to divide into six parts. Um, so we're going to read here in Ezekiel 39 uh, verse 2, I will turn the I will turn the back and leave but the sixth part of the and will cause thee to come up from the north parts and will bring thee upon the mountains of Israel. Um, so most modern translations have something similar to drive you on or drag you along. Um, here in Ezekiel 39, verse 2, And I will turn you around, drive you on, take you up the most remotest parts of the north, and bring you against the mountains of Israel. Uh, Ezekiel uh, 39, 2, this is the other verse that says it, um, is going to be, I will turn you around and drag you along. I will bring you from the far north and send you against the mountains of Israel. And here's a final verse that kind of sounds like it. And I will turn you about and drive you forward and bring you up from the uttermost parts of the north and lead you against the mountains of Israel. <coughs> All right, so we move on to Israel uses invaders weapons for fuel for seven years. So we go to Ezekiel 39, 9 verses 10. Then most of those inhabit the cities of Israel will go out to make fires with those with the weapons and burn them both shields and bucklers bows and arrows war clubs and spears and for seven years they make fires of them they will not take wood from the shield or gather firewood from the forest for they will make fires with the weapons and they will take the spoil the spoil of those who despoiled them and seize the plunder of those who plundered them declares the lord god <clears throat> All right, and now we move on. The dead buried in the valley of Herman, Harm, Hamagog over the period of seven months. Ezekiel 39, 11 through 12. On that day, I will give Gog a burial ground 
there in Israel the valley of those who passed by the east of the sea, and will, and it will block off those who will pass by. So they will bury Gog there with all his horde. And they will call it the valley of Harmagog. For seven months the house of Israel will be bearing them in order to cleanse the land. Alright, so I'm going to stop the recording here and then I'll pick it back up. We might read this the tribulation. Um, we might not. There's a lot to the tribulation. Um, yeah, there's a lot of pages to the tribulation. I just might be doing just the tribulation and then we'll get to the great tribulation in the next episode okay everybody so we are back and we're going to be reading the tribulation uh so the 70th week of daniel also known as the time of jacob's trouble um so here is um a verse here it says for behold days are coming declares the lord when I shall, when I will restore the fortress of my people, Israel and Judah, the Lord says, I will also bring them back to the land I that I gave to their forefathers, and they shall propose and they shall possess it. For these are the words which the Lord spoke concerning Israel and concerning Judah. <clears throat> For thus the Lord says, the Lord, I have heard. A sound of terror, of dread, and there is no peace. Ask now and see if a male can give birth. Why do I see every man with his hands on his loins as a woman in childbirth? And that, and why have all faces turned pale? Alas, for that day is great. Talking about the great tribulation. There is none like it. And it is the time of Jacob's distress, but he will be saved from it. It shall come about on that day, declares the Lord host, that I will break his yoke off their neck and will tear off their bonds, and strangers will no longer make them slaves. But they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them after the tribulation. That was Jeremiah 30, verses 3 through 9. Um, <clears throat> it says, Now at this time Michael, the great prince who stands guard over the sons of your people, will arise, and there will be a time of distress such as never occurred since there was a nation until that time. And at that time, your people, everyone who is found written in the book, will be rescued. Talking about the rapture. So before that, before the tribulation, the church will be raptured. Um, this is the fulfillment of Daniel's prophecy about 70 weeks or seven years each. <clears throat> so it says here, uh, Daniel 9. Uh, verses 24 through 26, it says 70 weeks um, or units of seven have been de de decreed for your people, Israel, and your holy city, Jerusalem, to finish the transgression, to make an end of sin, to make atonement for iniquity, 
to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy place. So you are to know and discern that from the issuing of a decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince, there will be seven weeks and 62 weeks it will be built again with the plaza and moat, even in times of distress. Then after the 62 weeks, the Messiah will be cut off and have nothing, and the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary, and its, or his, and will come with a flood. Even to end there will be war. Desolations are determined. That is Daniel 9, 24-26. The 70 units of 7 are 490 years. So the first 69 equals 7 plus 62 units, i.e. 483 years, describe the time from Artaxerxes, I don't know how to say that, we're giving permission to the Jews to rebuild Jerusalem to Jesus entering the Jerusalem as Messiah, Jesus was subsequently crucified, cut off, and Jerusalem and its temple were destroyed by the Romans. The the meditalization of the final unit has been suspended. Note that everlasting righteousness has not yet been brought in, nor has the most holy Jesus been anointed. Jesus himself spoke of the tribulation in the Olivet Discourse. Here in Matthew 24, 21-25, For there will be a great tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will, unless those days had been cut short, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. Then if anyone says to you, Behold, here is the Christ, or there he is, do not believe him. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and will show great signs of wonders, so as to mislead. If possible, even elect, even the elect, behold, I have told you in advance. He's talking about the Antichrist that is to come. The Antichrist symbolically in the Bible, meaning the beast from the sea, and the frost prophet, symbolizing the beast from the land, excuse me, rule over the earth. The Antichrist confirms a covenant, which is going to be at the beginning of the um, tribulation, after we are gone during this time. And he, the Antichrist, will form will firm a covenant for the many for one week, talking about a year. Two-thirds of Israel's of Israel perishes, and the remaining third recognizes Christ as Lord. So that third, the remaining third, is going to be the people that are going to repent. They are going to accept Christ at the end of the tribulation. <clears throat> Here in Zechariah 13, verses 8 through 9, um, it will come about in all the land, declares the Lord, that two parts in it will be cut off and perish. But the third will be left in it, and I will bring the third part through the fire 
refine them as silver is as silver is refined and test them as as gold is tested they will call on my name and i will answer them i will say there are my people and they will and they will say there uh, the lord is my god see the whole point of this great tribulation this whole tribulation is to get israel to repent and to realize that the Antichrist, which is going to be their Messiah that comes, is not their Messiah, and that Jesus was their Messiah. And then the third temple will be built in Jerusalem. It says here in Revelation 11, 1, <clears throat> Then there was given me a measuring rod like a staff, and someone said, Get up and measure the temple of God and the altar and those who worship it. <clears throat> Two witnesses prophesy on the earth for the first three and a half years. So here in Revelation 11, 2 through 3, it says, Leave out the court which is which is outside the temple, and do not measure it, for it has been given to the nations, and they will tread under foot the holy city for 42 months, also known as Thirty or three and a half years, and I will grant authority to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy for twelve hundred and sixty days, i.e., three and a half times three hundred and sixty days, where three hundred and sixty days is the length of a prophetic year, and clothed in sackcloth. After these three and a half years, they are killed by the Antichrist. Here in Revelation eleven seven, when they have finished their testimony, the beast that comes up out of the abyss will make war with them, and will overcome them and kill them. But it says here they are res they are resurrected and raptured after three and a half days. So these witnesses apparently are going to be risen. They're going to be resurrected and then raptured. So it says, but after the the after three and a half days, the breath of life from God came into them, and they stood on their feet, and great fear fell upon those who were watching them, and they heard a loud voice from seven, a loud voice from heaven saying to them, "Come up here," and they went up into heaven in the cloud, and their enemies watched them. So there's another rapture. So our rapture is at the beginning of the tribulation or right before the tribulation, the church, then in the middle of the tribulation, these two witnesses, and then at the end of the tribulation, all those that passed away, that be, that tribulation saints, those will be raptured at the end as well. And it says here, an earthquake subsequently destroys one-tenth of Jerusalem and kills 7,000 people. Here in Revelation eleven thirteen, it says, in that, and in that hour there was a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city fell. 7,000 people were killed in an earthquake, and the rest were terrified and gave glory to God of heaven. All right, guys. So that's going to be it for this little passage that we have read. So what we have read so far um, is we have read... <clears throat> excuse me, the pre-tribulations that we talked about the rapture. We talked about the judgment seat of Christ. We talked about the marriage of the lamb, the Magog invasion, the battle of Gog and Magog, the tribulation 70th week. And that's where we left off on. So next we're going to be reading um, 
the great tribulation, the abomination of desolation, the second coming of Christ, um, the battle of Armageddon, uh, the 75th day integrium, <laughs> judgment of sheep and goats, and so on and so forth. Anyway, guys, I hope you guys really did enjoy, and I will be right back to discuss what's going to be coming next. Hey, guys, I also just wanted to say before I um, close out this video, um, I had two rapture dreams. Um, I don't know if they were rapture dreams, but all I know is that they had something to do. I think they had something to do with the rapture because when I woke up, I was like kind of reminding me of what I think the rapture would be like. So I'm going to go with my first one first, and then I'll go on to my second one. <clears throat> so I don't remember the first part or the or like the after part of this dream. I just remember the part that I feel like the rapture was. So I was with my friends and we were walking on the beach. And I happened to look over to my right or like see out of the corner of my eye. It was like a starry night. And I saw a star move a little bit to the left. And I was like, that's weird. And then I, I just drew my focus onto it. And so the star <clears throat> went from left then to right then up a little bit, and then down a long way. So it made a cross, and it kept doing it up and down, left, right. You know, it kept doing it, doing it, doing it over and over and over again. And then it started going in circles and, like, moving around and around and around. And then they and then all the other stars joined in, and then they started changing color, and it just created, like, this beautiful collage in the sky. And all my friends, like, they all seemed to be scared, but I wasn't. And I was, like, screaming at them. I was like, are you saved? Are you saved? That's Jesus. Don't be scared. He's coming. It's Jesus. He's coming back to get us. Are you saved? Are you saved? I kept asking that. Are you saved? Are you? Do you believe in God? Do you believe in Christ? Is Christ? Do you believe that Christ is your is your Messiah? And and I was just like, you need to be saved. You need to get saved now before it's too late. And and then all I remember is just the other part of my dream was I wasn't with my friends anymore. I was somewhere else, but I don't remember where I was. And then my second dream kind of happened similar to that. Um, we were I was with this this girl that I used to go to school with, and we were just sitting on a bench looking at the ocean, like we were watching the waves and and stuff like that. And my parents appeared, and we were just talking. We were just you know just talking. And then I look up, and the sky is just like this purplish orange blue like it's just like this collage of colors and then I looked at the girl and then I looked at my parents and I said Jesus is coming and then we walked out toward the ocean and then we just weren't there anymore like we weren't on the ocean we were we were like I could feel this like bringing up and that's all I remember like I was being I was being like propelled into the sky that's all I remember. So I just thought y'all should hear those. And um, if you guys had any dreams like that, um, don't be afraid to share them because I think those dreams are having are, are occurring more recent or more. Yeah, more recent. They're they're occurring more and more um, as we draw closer to uh, Christ returning for his church. So I just wanted y'all to know that because I had finished doing the whole podcast and I forgot to tell you all about my rapture dreams. Um, so I just went ahead and, and uh, got on here and did it before I published it. So anyway, guys, 
we continue on with the podcast. All right, guys. So if you guys made it this far, um, we are almost to the end of the podcast. So I did want to say a few things before this podcast was over. Um, so basically, this podcast just has been an inspiration from God. Um, and I believe God in these last days, I, I do believe these are the last days um, we, we are living in the end times. I believe that the church is about to be raptured. Um, today is May f- the May 18th of 2021. I believe we could be raptured at any moment now. Um, and I made this podcast to basically inform as many people as I can about the times ahead um, or about what happened to us if people are just stumbling upon this podcast in the time of the tribulation. I mean, I don't even know if this podcast will be here or not um, while we are gone, but it, it, this podcast is all about leaving. It's all about leaving seeds for people, leaving seeds for those that are that are lost or even helping people come to Christ um, while we're gone or even people coming to Christ now before it's too late, before they are stuck in their the seven-year tribulation period. Um but I've just been watching videos. I've been studying. I've been. I'm just been keeping up with everything going on recently. And I guess you could say I've become a watchman, because um, I. I mean, it says so in the Bible. Whenever you begin to see these things um, come to pass, look up. Jesus said it. He said, "Look up, because it'll be the time of my return. My time of my return is near." So these times that I'm living, that we are living in now. We got to look up. We got to wait. We are waiting for Christ. We're not we're not waiting to get out of here uh, off this earth. Although, you know, it may, it may seem at times like, God, I'm just tired of this world. We are looking at this. We're, we're, we're looking forward to the rapture because we get to see Jesus. We get to be with Jesus for the rest of our, for just eternity. Not the rest of our lives, but for eternity. I mean, just imagine it. I mean, there are days where I'm just like, God, take me out of this world but we really got to li- we got to think about our job and our job is to spread the gospel. So what is the gospel? The gospel is this. Jesus came from a woman, a virgin. He was born unto this earth and he died for our sins. And on the third day he rose again. He rose again, but it doesn't stop there. It stops here. He's coming back and he's coming back to rapture his church. And then we are coming back with him at the end of the tribulation and he will reign for a thousand years and then eternity. And then we will live for eternity. We will live forever and ever 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 and ever. ever. But if you guys are seeing the world and you think something's not right it's not okay what's going on right now has been prophesized and it's being it's being prophesized and it's being done you can check it off the bible as a checklist it's all happening and it's all falling into place there is going to be a time very 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 soon that the church will no longer be here anymore we will be raptured christ will come and get his church so, if you guys are still on the fence, if you're listening to this and on the fence of being saved, of 
of, of, of putting God in your life, please, please put Jesus in your life. Accept Jesus into your life. He is there for you, and he will always be there for you. And he will save you. He will always forgive you. If you feel like your sins are not enough, just ask him for forgiveness. Repent of your sins, and Jesus will forgive you. God will forgive you of your sins. No matter what you did, he will forgive you. And if you guys are in the midst, if you guys are listening to this after after the tribulation, or I mean after the rapture of the church, just know you are not alone. There will be other people out there just like you, people that are going to be going through what you're going through. And I just want y'all to know God loves you. I love you. And I want y'all to know that God will provide, even though if it means death, you guys still need to put your faith in Christ. Do not take the mark of the beast. Do not, do not worship the Antichrist. All right, guys, I will be back with my next video. Um, I'm not sure at one point um, I will release it because, you know, this video kind of came out um, at a random time as well. So whenever, whenever I can do another video, whenever I have what God has put on my mind, I will, um, I will release it. So anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. I hope to see y'all in heaven soon. I hope to be raptured soon. Um, and if not, be, be ready for some more videos and, um, always keep looking up guys. Love y'all. And I'll talk to y'all later.